Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Monday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Patriots beaten by the Colts the other night, 27-17 in the rare Saturday night game. And we're continuing our conversation now by bringing on Patriots reporter Henry McKenna, an insider over at Patriots Wire. Henry, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. It's been a while. How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while since we spoke. I think this is the first time you've been on with me since I got to the new radio station. So happy to, to have you. We've been wrestling with this question for the last 15 minutes. Did last did Saturday change how you view this Patriots team? For me, it's a no. I, I had been expecting a letdown win to come in this section of the season, whether it was at Buffalo, at Indy, or verse at, at Gillette Stadium versus Buffalo again. Thought one of those games was going to end up being a letdown loss. And this was a little bit different of a letdown in that I think they beat themselves in ways that I hadn't really anticipated. They looked like an immature team. They looked like they were out of sorts during the course of the game with all the false start penalties, a delay of game. Just a lot. Uh, the worst, I think, is giving them a second chance at a kick. Yeah. Um, with that encroachment or defensive offsides penalty. So a lot of series um, that were wasted and a lot of series that were ruined by mental errors and Mac Jones committing a few of his own. So put it all together. I think, I think ultimately you're going to have a letdown game like this with a young quarterback, but I think on the upside, we'll probably see a team that looks different in Um, week 16 against the bills they have this mentality that they say is a two and four mentality sometimes i don't feel like that's a genuine thing where they're like creating this underdog um storyline that's not there especially with the patriots but uh when they suffer a loss like they did against the colts i think that they can kind of like the coaches especially can be like yeah it's still like you guys still have a lot to work on so there's a lot to sort of build on And that's why I think ultimately it's actually going to be a positive step for the Patriots to suffer a late season loss like this one. You know, there are times where I think we as fans are more understanding of a letdown short week, Thursday night football, bunch of guys injured. We can kind of excuse sloppy play under those circumstances after the bye week though. How does this happen? That is a good question. I I think the you come out of the bye week you expect execution to be at a much higher level um ultimately i think you can't excuse and can't explain all of those mental errors what i think you can excuse is some of the execution errors uh which is like looking at the two interceptions from mac jones those were clearly execution errors not like it wasn't like he was taking the delay of game which he did do um but the throw to Brandon Bolden was a little late on a timing standpoint. Mac Jones doesn't. You have an issue with he, he should have just gotten the ball out sooner. And then there was like a diagnostic problem where he should have known that Darius Leonard was going to be there. Uh, he fixed his eyes too tightly on Hunter Henry, the guy that everybody knows Mac Jones is going to go to in the red zone. The guy that Mac Jones went to two times in the red zone for two touchdowns later in the game. Um, just need Mac Jones to not stare down his receiver and, and let Darius Leonard make that play. So those were the things I think that 
uh, were predictable against a really good Colts defense, a Colts team that is number one in uh, turnover differential in the NFL. Uh, so you could kind of see those things coming regardless of the buy. But yeah, the mental errors, there's really no excuse. I mean, it's a, it's a Belichick-led defense. This is the time of year when they're supposed to completely eradicate those problems. And yet, you know, here, here they are losing yeah. a game. I would say, like, basically, I think they lost that game because of mental mistakes. They might have gotten into it a lot and made made a tighter contest, maybe even won the game had the penalties not be, be, been there. Because it was in such clutch moments in, in, in the red zone. And like we said, on that field goal, literally giving points to the other team. Henry McKenna, Patriots Wire, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Back Jones said after the game that they didn't practice well, and he also said that maybe we were feeling a little sorry for ourselves after the bye week. Was that, is that a misspeak? Like, how could you feel sorry for yourself after winning seven in a row? I, I don't know what he was talking about. Sometimes I think players, especially the Patriots, they're told to say such generic things that they kind of get lost in cliches. Hmm. And like, he was like speaking from a script for a different week. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like he was like, they're given these like PR prep prepared answers. And he like drew that one from a different week at a different time. And so it ended up not making any sense. Uh, that's really the only way I can explain that because I don't think the Patriots are like feeling sorry for themselves after a bye. That doesn't, that doesn't really add up. I mean, it was a short buy by only like two or two days because yeah. it was Thursday to or something like that, right? Three or four days. Uh, but there's really, I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> the, the one thing that maybe made sense was the practice thing um, where they felt like they didn't practice as well. But he said that before. And again, I wonder if he feels like that's a safe thing for him to say uh, because he doesn't know what else he can criticize. He goes to, oh, he didn't play well enough in practice. Um, I th he's just like a very measured player with the media. He does everything he can not to say anything interesting. And so I think, I think that's what this was where it just didn't really make sense because he wasn't really speaking necessarily to what actually happened. You know, we talk about the self-inflicted wounds and I agree with you. There were many, there were too many and that cost them the game. The one thing that is not a self-inflicted wound is that they allowed 220 yards plus on the ground. And we have seen this a few times where they have been pummeled by an opposing team's run game. That's supposed to be a strength of this defense. Is that something that worries you moving forward, or is it just a one-off? Yeah, yeah. we talked about execution errors with Mac Jones. Um, I think, you know, just as turnovers were to be expected for the Patriots' offense, struggles in the run game were to be expected for the Patriots' defense. And, and you look at that, 67 yard touchdown i think i think that was the total yardage from jonathan taylor he actually the patriots had two guys in position to make the tackle dante hightower devin mccordy but yeah. hightower over uh red kind of the play and taylor cut back and actually hightower sort of picked mccordy from being able to make the tackle so nobody did uh that's that's an execution error that that is a product of a really good rushing attack uh, and an error from New England. So I think you put the Patriots against a good rushing attack and they're not going to be super efficient uh, from a defensive standpoint. We've seen it through the year. 
that good rushing attacks can beat this Patriots defense. And the Patriots back end, the secondary is much stronger and much more complicated and convoluted. They're kind of built to beat really good quarterbacks. They're not necessarily built to beat really good rushing attacks. Mm. And that's also, also why I think the Patriots will probably win next week against the Bills because the Bills don't have a rushing attack. Yeah. So their offense kind of plays right into the teeth of New England's defense. But, um, yeah, when we look thinking about maybe the Titans, maybe the Colts again, um, the Patriots will have issues, I think, defending guys like Derrick Henry. And obviously we just saw issues with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it will be something worth monitoring, I think, as we look at who they might get matched up against in the playoffs. Henry McKenna, Patriots Wire, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. One of the cliches of my show is that two things can be true at the same time. So, one, if I were an NFL general manager, I would not hire Josh McDaniels as a head coach, but it also can be true that he would be a big loss for the Patriots if he left his offensive coordinator's spot. If he leaves to Jacksonville or someone else, how big an impact does that have on this organization? Very big. I... I... I'm with you on those those two truths. Uh, I'm not so sure McDaniels will be a super successful coach. I think he'll get one more chance. But when he leaves the Patriots, they will have a big vacancy to fill. And they've done it before, so don't get me wrong. Like, it's possible. But what McDaniels has done, I mean, consider how, like, the pipeline of quarterbacks that McDaniels has created in the NFL. It's pretty rare to see the Patriots with such efficiency develop quarterbacks that end up to go and play other places. Matt Castle, Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, and now Mac Jones, and obviously Tom Brady. Um, these guys are all players who took massive steps forward. Now, maybe they weren't all elite, or any of them aside from really Brady, elite uh, in the league, but, they, but the level of development that occurred in New England is monumental. And the way that McDaniels, not, not just thinking in terms of big picture, how he develops players and quarterbacks specifically, that has plenty of value, but the way that he manages games and quarterbacks within the game um, in a micro level from play to play, he has an extreme talent for that as a play caller. I know he ticks off so many Patriots fans <laughs> with uh, with some of the ways that he We'll, for example, use the screen game. I think that bothers a lot of Patriots fans. But the way that he manages and manipulates defenses with play calls is hugely important. And, and the way that he sets up his quarterbacks for success is hugely important for their, their level of beating the defense. And so he prepares them at a high level. He puts them into plays that are going to help them do their best help prevent them from turning over the football, help keep the offense on schedule. Uh, there's something that's extremely impressive and competent about that level of game play and game calling and play calling that uh, I think is extremely valuable to the Patriots. Henry, man, we appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. Yeah, take it easy.